December 31, 2021. It's the Watford Pedro Show.
us to spiritual enlightenment.
area Vile One could have taken refuge. Around him, his patients watch, anxious to learn what the night of the shaman holds. Pedro Show. Happy last day of 2021. We started with Time Was, John Coltrane. And then out of band experience, Obi with Genius. And uh, once again on to help me bring in the new year in his zone, (laughs) which will be later here, Bill T. Miller. Welcome aboard again, Bill. So happy to be aboard, Mike. Yeah, absolute. It's great. Back, I'm in Boston, so we're three hours earlier. Yeah, right, right, right. And uh, always ahead of me. But what I was going to say, I think the last time we talked was August? Uh, July 28, 2021. The Watt from Pedro show. Okay, I remember wrong, that. Wrong, like wrong. magic. July 28. So I'm a month uh, late. <laughs> yeah. okay. It was in July. You know, I've been doing five shows a week. I don't know how you do. You're amazing. Months. Yeah. And so now i got to cut back to two. A week, the next two months, and then one, and then I'm back in tour mode. But it's been a lifeline for me during this situation, you know. Uh, Speaking of situations, I'm here to do the show with you (laughs) because I made the mission, my missing man, to uh, City, open for Flipper. Forty years ago, open for Flipper, I met a man. Yeah, and uh, there was a storm here, intense. It uh, snow closed the grapevine, so only thing open was Coastal Road. Route US 101. Uh-huh. And uh, there's about three hours of storm at the beginning, and, we, and then plugs all cannon. But we made it 10 minutes before loaded. Still so must go on. 10 straight hour. So blessed. I mean, you add up the pluses and minus. I was speeding with the guy, Otis, Spain, San Onofre. You know, we got one here too. It was a, a, they've closed it down, some reactor. So, what have you been doing then in the six months? No, it would be five months. Do what they do every day is get up and make some noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what about this? Uh, look, I, did I fuck up the name out of band, out of band experience, OB? O-B-E. So the initials. Oh, it's acronym. It's like, yeah, out of body experience. Ah, yeah. Is ob- having an OBE. And in the 90s, when I made that record, I was kind of parroting everything in sight. And uh, I thought, well, let's have an out of band experience where I have people come and play from their band into my band. And, and there's a st- long, wild tale of madness and dreams. And uh, I would get, since I was recording engineer, I would kind of cherry pick my favorite players that I thought might be ripe to take them a little further out in outer space and chip out with me and out of band experience. So they have an out of body experience. So it's OBE. Yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. And it's a perfect parallel in a way because you could get used, maybe even using your band as a crutch and, or, 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 you know, just can't it was see great. because it, you're, so the, you extend the periphery of the music experience. By bringing in now, yeah. How do you combo with them? Well, this was '89 essentially, and I had worked as a recording engineer and a live sound mixer. As we were flashing back on last episode, and uh, I'd had my own studio, and I was recording bands, and and I got out of playing more to dedicate myself to recording other people, 
And at a certain point, it was frustrating because I'd go, wow, I get all these cool ideas and I don't want to ruin this band with that I'm co-producing with a bunch of weirdness. And I said, well, and then also inspired by the DIY ethic of the punks and, you know, don't do demos, just make your own record and put it out on cassette or press a single. And so I started in the out band and I leaned towards the out part because it's more fun to make the weirdo. And and I would uh, start with uh, sometimes samples of, of some concept, but eventually it evolved into a tale of a insane genius on his quest for enlightenment, and he overdubbed and everything in sight, and then just his mind just blew. And and the idea was a TV show, OBE TV, and each song was a different. Uh, uh, TV or movie on the network and so every five minutes or so you'd switch to a new song and it'd be a whole new vibe and I'd, I'd kind of get I, initially I had with my studio I'd put together I had the control room and the live room I shared with a bass player and drummer and they were sort of like my house rhythm section you know Stax, Motown, uh, Wrecking Crew LA you know and so I started jamming with them, and then it, that sort of evolved into OBE core. And they were so it was me on anything from weird samples and to guitars to uh, synthesizers and producing and, and engineering. And then they were sort of the rhythm section. And then I started adding different players. You mean the video was like a document of the performance? Or the each it was conceptual in that each song was a different television show. Like the first one was a sci-fi show, where and then the next one was a cartoon, and the next one was a documentary and a news show and a cop show and a science show and a morning kids show and then the exercise show at six a.m. when you're waking up and and then Genius was sort of the finale where the guy smashes his TV and, and and realizes that he can't escape his overindulgence. So, but his mind just melts down right there. And we also had an 800 number where people call in and leave samples or literally they just leave weird messages that I turned into little bits. I pull them on a little mini micro cassette deck and scratch them back into the record. So it was all full loop. As an engineer, it was great. I got players that I liked from local bands uh, Roger Miller, who played Mission of Burma. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he's and, living uh, in Vermont now, right? Yeah, yeah, he is up in, up, yep, out in the middle of nowhere and living the good life. He's got and a new band amazing. called And I ended up recording some of uh, his uh, solo records. And then he's got also a new Rich band, Gil something yeah, called the but, Trinary System. Yeah, he's doing that now with Larry Dersh. Yeah, I, well, I don't know the guys, but he gave me two tunes I played. It's happening. I might get to Incredible. play with him. He's, you should definitely have help. him on. So no, he was one of the people, and my drummer, Andy Deckard, ended up playing with him, and that's kind of how we met. And it's all, all the scenes are intertwined here, especially in the 90s era. No, but even and, now, because I'm going to help Mike Baguetta with the tour oh, yeah. in March and April, and I think one of the gigs might be with Trinary System. Oh, that would be perfect. In your Absolutely. town, Bill. I'll, I'll be there. Look, you gave me this Kings of Feedback doing... <laughs> well, listen. Wank my whammy. <laughs> Crank it up, man.
What for Pedro show at Chunky Music? Start off with Wake My Whammy from King's Feedback. Uh, SLW plus BB Jr. That's Bob Bucko Jr. and Shamrock Ward out of Iowa with Clown Sauce. Then Bombas Prendon, Night of Sixties Mayhem Soundcheck. Collision Stories. Avid La. Obscurite one collision stories. Yeah, I met three of the members last night at the bottom of the hill. Great people at bottom of the hill. Good pad. Ramona. You know. Sounds like a great gig. People, you know, years and years. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that's why I was saying I didn't want to sound like I was belly aching because it took a little effort. <laughs> I was wondering when you booked this and you had a gig the night before, I was thinking, well, 
<laughs> well, the flipper guy's asked me, you know, and and I just, you know, I wouldn't have done it on a New Year's amateur night thing like tonight, but the night before I thought, in, I just thought, because it's been six weeks now that the missing men have been playing together again. We didn't play all three of us together for 29 months, so in a way, this is this little segment here, and now we're going to start working on the stuff for a record. Great, I can't so, wait to hear it. Yeah, but I want to get enlightened. Me too. About, <laughs> yeah, but a little focus on the kings of the feedback because you, you were off the air when you were providing. Yeah. Yeah. Kings of Feedback was an offshoot. And technically, none of my bands ever break up. You know, they just evolve and just kind of are there on the in the vault for a while. But uh, it was an offshoot of OBE where I tried to kind of make it slightly more normal because OBE out of band experience was so whacked out. And I, oh, that's a scary word, normal. <laughs> yeah. And I will even have a song called normal. It's oh, like, man. why do you want to be normal? But right. Especially 1933 Germany. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and so Kings of Feedback not to, not was to be obvious shit. <laughs> an offshoot okay, of OBE. Okay. It's a splitter, and, uh, split, splitter and, group. Yeah, and uh, it, it was easier, hopefully, to play live because I was playing all the bass parts, figuring even if guitar players change in the lineup, I could hold the song down with a bass and a decent drummer, you know? And my drummers have all been phenomenal. Ah, but it's and, before, though, you had the stable, right? The consistent rhythm section. Yeah, well, that, Andy Deckard and uh, Jeff Cohen were my core, and then I added, uh, who played bass, and stick and then andy decker the drummer was in everything and then i was bringing in different bass players eventually paul boblet and john brelio were bass and stick and john played stick chapman stick if you know the tapping That's instrument true. and and i would always be in there with samples and noise and uh keyboards and guitar and drums and these crazy concepts and we just bash out these uh crazy jams and i'd cut them up into something and overdub right, the right. lot of all the guests on obe i'd have is... guests like uh, like i mentioned roger miller but rich gilbert from the zulus and human sexual response yeah and yeah great great guitar man. amazing and reese gabrels who played oh, yeah, great time guitar. later played in bowie you know he actually just gotten into bowie by the time he jammed no it, i saw I him I yeah. saw him, he came, because he plays Reverend Guitars, and Reverend Guitars make the Yes, and you have a Reverend and so Watt we bass. played a gig together in Orange County near that NAM one year, and he did a righteous version of Jack Bruce Politician. Oh, man, love Jack Bruce, love Cream. Yeah, and Reeves did bad, man. It was happening, way happening. Power trio. So I, I would just get all these, I could go down a list of other people, but there's some of, you know, I, people that I just admired, I'd say, hey, come in and blast in. And they could just come in for a short session and either play live or overdub and and just go nuts and it'd be over and they could have their out of band experience. But with Kings of Feedback, I got hooked up with my old buddy who's kind of like my teenage pile or base pile, uh, my teenage pal who. Uh, we traded records with, I mentioned him last episode, and uh, he came up to visit after decades, and he, I kept asking him, what do you want to do? And he said, I don't give a fuck. And I'd go, and I, so I ended up sampling that, throwing it over a beat that, and bass riff that I already had, turned that into a Kings of Feedback song. Next thing you know, I had this side band, and he was a big Dylan head, so he was writing words, and we grew up together in the North Carolina 
And then later that band was changing and evolving. We played eight live shows. It was an easier live band because it was just guitar, bass, drums, samples, and vocals. On OBE, I had just insane amounts of overdubs, and we yeah, never yeah, played yeah. out. More of a Steely Dan, like the Dan right, in the studio. But then they did yeah, it was, later on. You know what? Yeah. I spaced, Bill. Yeah, the yeah. last fucking tune was Styloid Process from Orgy of Noise with Bill T. Miller and Mel Banana. So Mel gotta, Banana. Yeah, you got to tell me about this tune. So Mel Banana, as you know, is the most amazing band. Yeah. and. You know, down to two I'm now. from Japan. They tour a lot, and when I basically their their friend who recorded at Maximum Rocket, I mean, uh, wrote for Maximum Rock and Roll Zine, was a fan of a lot of the bands I recorded, like Drop Dead and hardcore bands I recorded. And he we, he knew Kings of Feedback from a single I sent there, so he turned me on. He turned them on to me, and vice versa. And then when they came to the states, he was their tour manager on one tour. I think it was '95, maybe '96. I forget now. And uh, he was their tour manager, sort of their American ambassador. And he brought him around to record here at Headroom in Boston. So we blasted down a whole bunch of tracks. It ended up, I don't know, over a couple of days. It ended up uh, on various Mel Banana singles back in the '90s, and some CDs later on. And I said, well, hey, you want to blast on my Orgy of Noise, which is another spinoff side project of OBE. They're all kind of intermingled, which is my Extreme Noise project. And we'll just blast down some weird, sh weird shit and go as crazy as you can. And I had to like, I remember they said, or the American manager, my friend uh, Smelly from Plainfield, the band Plainfield, said, hey, you need to speak simply because... Even the people that speak English, I ramble on insane and just too many words, too much chaos. So I was trying to make it simple. But basically, I just said crazy noise and we blasted down 12 minutes of noise and that cut it up into four, four minute tracks. And that became the song you just heard, Styloid Process, which was um, each song on the uh, album was named after a different part of your ear. And that came out in 98. So that's what that is. And they, whenever they come to tour in Boston, they always generously put me on the guest list and just great people. You know, Yaka, you know they, yeah. they, they, they met at language school. Cool. Yeah. College, university and stuff. Uh, and they're, they're still happening so now. They're about I, to tour again in the spring here and they've, they don't have a bass player drummer. They do it all with uh, in a Ableton Live drum machine. Uh, a guy that programs all this crazy drums and bass in there, and then they just do vocals and guitar over top of it. Yeah, so I, like I said, uh, when we were talking, when we first started talking about this, I said they're down to two. They had a great bass, Rico, yeah. right? But then they went through a lot of drummers. I think that band yeah. was demanding on Stickman. <laughs> I remember seeing them several times with different drummers, yeah. No, but, but they were killer and they still are. I mean, they just keep plowing ahead. No, I'm saying and, their material, those drummer men had to really, really play. Oh, yeah, fast. <laughs> and, <laughs> they had a hardcore drummer playing with them that, that I had recorded in another band that, that was keeping up pretty good. All their drummers were good, no, but I'm just saying it's hard after, on the road. Yeah, I was saying yeah. after a few tours... They go through it. Look, I have so much respect. I remember Tom Watson gave me that record, Charlie, I think. John yeah. Zorn produced. And yeah. or had something to do with. And, you know, then I got to do gigs with him and stuff. 
It's and, great. And then they had, they were, I, I remember when they were starting out, the, they called it Melt Banana Light. All right. With the two member right. thing. They're first, full first, on. first it was three. They still had the bass, and then they went down to two. Yeah. Well, uh, well they did a record with Albini, and then they did one, they did some recordings with me at Headroom in Boston, and then, uh, Trey Spruance on that same tour out and Mr. Bungle guitar player. They did some with them. And then they did some stuff with Zorn like the following year or so. I think that was the. Yeah, the I don't know. That's I'm telling you, Charlie was the first I heard it was from. Yeah, Tom I think Watson. that's Albini record, but I Tom I Watson is my missing man. Oh, guitar right. player. And uh, sometimes he's more hip to stuff. <laughs> okay. So much stuff. And you're got just from I'm these. Trying, radio I'm trying. Shows, I'm trying. I'm trying. You're listening I'm to a million things. So did you play Wank My Whammy yet, or you're about to play that? No, that's what we were talking about. We're at the end of the first hour, December 31st, 2021 edition of Pedro Show. Special guest Bill T. Miller, hold on for hour yeah. two. Woo. December 31, 2021, it's the second hour of the Watch for Pedro Show.
so I'm in the studio, got my Moog drone machines cranking, pure synthesizer goo. Next thing I know, I'm driving through these bridges, covered bridges, really old bridges. I feel like I'm going back in time, but everything looks like it's of now times. It's very weird. Looking around, the drone's getting heavier.
wonder where I am. I wonder what year it is. Wait, wait, wait. There's some kind of beeping sound. Wait, wait, nothing. Oh, more stairs down, down. Off into another dimension. I like it here, though. I could live here. Definitely want to do a concert. Wait, wait, what's this? It's like windows or tanning booths. I've never been to the tanning booth, but I'm freaking out now. What the? F oh, man. What? There I am? Wow. Weird. Well, for Pedro Show, we start off the second hour with Bill T. Miller. It's like you trying to say pal. Some words are like that shit. 20 years, six months I've been doing this now. No, seven, seven months. Watt for Pedro Show, and I'm still blowing buttloads of clams. Not on purpose, people. Mots, Mods, Synth. And then Rams T8 plus Dreka. Rams T8, Rams State. I wonder if it might be a, what do you call that? When it sounds like it's spelled. Uh, like crunch synonym? or synonym? bang. No. Crunch, no, no. bang. Click. Boom. Synonym. Yeah. Anopia. Sounds like hominin. One of those. Okay. St we're stumpy. Uh, carrier <laughs> version 1.40, and that's from the build, Let's Build a Better Reality, this righteous JNY comp that uh, Brett Goodside out of Milwaukee put out, man. All these cats contributed. Uh, into the drone, Hypno B, Bill T. Miller. So now. This is like with no, like man alone, with man's name alone, Bill. Yeah. Please explain. Those life. are more recently, in the last decade. So as my studio headroom, it was always just meant to be my private playground, and I'd uh, freelance out of other studios. And, you know, eventually, I mean, basically, I've worked as a freelance engineer, either recording or live in the studio, and just getting by just enough to, to keep the rent you know, the roof and get some tape or now hard drives. And and each time I moved the uh, due to not owning my own space, everything would sort of change and I'd be in a new space. And so those that's the Bill T. Miller solo years now in the last decade plus, I've just been in an apartment with all my gear, most of it, a lot of it in storage and me just in a little kitchen. So I do more solo stuff now. <laughs> So, and uh, that kind of coincided with the re-emergence of the synth era, golden era, I guess we'd say. So you can kind of do, you know, plug in electronic synthesizers and do it yourself, which is perfect for a recording engineer because we're used to dialing around knobs and patching chords and getting sounds and stereophonic madness. And I've always been an experimental so then I could just go full on instrumental weirdness. And the modular on the spot track that you heard, MOTS, M-O-T-S, modular on the spot. Another acronym. Yeah, and that that's a, a uh, sort of a, a collective that was started by Roden of Make Noise Synthesizers in L.A. in the last decade, who's basically you just have a synth picnic where you get together and it's always free. It's all these modular scents, you know, just the ones that are patchable in the cases. 
and and it's uh, always outdoors. And so I would do modular on the spot in, I did one in Asheville and Greensboro and one in Boston. So that's where that is module in the sense. So you just set up and play a live set 20 minutes or so and next person plays a live set. So that's basically what that is. And then the in the drone was into the drone hypno was me uh, thinking, let me do some of this drone with a boom, almost like a monk like drone with the Moog synthesizers drone. And, and then if I remember right, that was the one where I had some footage of us in Western Massachusetts. Uh, going through covered bridge. So I did this crazy kind of stream of consciousness rant about going through the covered bridges and now we're in the zone. <laughs> I forget even now. I'm out of the zone at this moment, but I was in it then. So that's what that was. So they do these solo things. For years, I always that neglected. Was, so like, uh, I could call yeah. that a zone document. Yeah. And there's video that goes through that with, look, for look, that. you that know has, what? This what? next one coming up, it sounds like it's a zone document too. Locomotive they, trip. They all, uh, yeah, another trip, man.
Take a photograph, even if it's a Polaroid, you're still looking at the past, even if it's just a, a minute earlier. You know what? Even there's an old Greek guy who said about standing in the river, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the water goes by. You can't ever walk in the same thing. I can't. Time's always staying. moving forward I, and backwards. Yeah, this we're talking a couple thousand years ago, twenty five hundred years ago or something. This cat came up with kind of the same principle. People. That chunk of music star of Bill T. Miller, Locomotive Trip. Then the healers with all the anxiety. New Year's greeting. Bella Bartok, Devil Hoof. Old acquaintance, Orgy Noise. Just lucky I had those songs I put in this section because it's coming up. Perfect. How close are we, Bill? Oh, we're getting there. We're 11.59 now. Okay. So People I don't, I don't have a say, seconds counter, so we're going to be hitting midnight. So let's. I don't know. We could randomly count. <laughs> Pretend you're that ball. Is it a ball now, or did they change it in New York City? They have it. I just don't have it on. I'm focusing my little kitchen studio here all on the watt action. Okay. So, okay. 11.59. Well, pretend we'll I'm the ball. We'll just start Yeah, Boom. pretend I'm the ball coming down. 10, 8, 9, 7, Six, five, four, three, two, one. Yay! Yay! Happy 2022. Day. Welcome, 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 welcome. <laughs> so all the anxiety now makes sense. Thank you, healers. And Devil Hoof is actually side proj of Devin Hoff. Incredible bass, stand-up bass man. He wow. did a, this was a Bella Bartok piece. New Year's mm-hmm. greeting. So some bass to bring in. Now, Orgy and Noise. Well, the base, the big base proj, side project you got is King of Feedback, right? But do you do bass and orgy and noise too? No. Is that electronic only? It, it can be anything. And bass is everywhere, even if, you know, even if it's on a synthesizer. So orgy and noise has so many zones oh, yeah, and I more. Didn't, I didn't mean frequencies. I was thinking bass guitar. I'm, I'm going to have a sip of this uh, magic elixir right here <laughs> just to celebrate the new year in style. Absolutely. 
And real quick. <clears throat> All right. Good old fashioned magic elixir, H2O. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what Bob's so, been drinking. So well, that Orgy Noise song you just heard, again, I carried on some of the tradition of. There was a song on OBE called Wall of Noise where I got together. Well, basically, the first, the only track on that album that was called Wall of Noise in, in, in kind of a parody of Phil Spector's Wall of Sound, I got together, I got this acoustic bass player, speaking of acoustic bass, and he sat up in headroom and played this one drone note on his acoustic bass. I said, give me oh, like did six he use, minutes. Uh, did he use Arco, like the bow? Yes. Yeah. So he's just like, yeah, Devin's real good Mega Monk. I'll tell you, the champ on that was Paul Chambers. Oh man. Yeah. Respect. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. I'd love to hear you weigh on 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 our co. I tried, man, and you know what? Last night in the city, Brian Day gave me a a a Ebo type box he designed himself, made for the bass guitar because it's it's four times stronger and it's more for the spacing of the strings. I'm gonna try it out. Because I want to try this stuff, yeah. But tell me about this project, what you did with this guy. So, so the initial core of Origin Noise was, this, was again, it's all rooted in the OBE. And so we had Wall of Noise, and it was... So the idea was another one of my insane, relatively accessible concepts where you have the acoustic place player, he lays down a drone of bass, and possibly inspired by Lou Reed's uh, heavy metal machine music, or was just sure, a pile sure. of feedback. Because I had that album and attempted to listen to all four sides around that time in 1990 and uh, or 89 maybe. Eight track. And, yeah, <laughs> that, that must be crazy flipping on the eight tracks. <laughs> so he laid down a a, a, a bass, a bowed bass for six minutes, and during that, I we looked up and we said, "Man, did the floor move or it was shake? Was that an earthquake?" And you don't have many earthquakes in Boston. I'd been in a couple in California in the 70s when I lived there. And we later figured out that there was a you know medium-sized earthquake that day. So the joke was later that his bass drone created the earthquake. Or in, you know, that's so anyway, better, I had half that's a dozen. Better than it being from fracking, Bill. Maybe it was in the city in Boston. So anyway, we laid down the acoustic bass, and then on that original track, I had a bunch of guitar players, including myself, lay down feedback drones, and that was that song. And then years later, I resurrected it as the orgy of noise with no boundaries of anything other than being more noisy and even more noisy. You know what, so though? We got that one particular still... track that's there now. I played uh, Prepare Guitar, Circuit Bent Robots, Circuit Bent Speaking Spells. I was in my circuit bending moment. This is, I think, 2005. Yeah, but you know what? Was... You gave me another tune with RG Noise that I think is even more intense, okay? It's going to start off the third hour because we're at the end of the second hour, December 31. No! Now we've Woo. crossed into January 1, 2022 land. Whoa. Special guest, Bill T. Miller. <laughs> Old Time Fire 3. December 31. No, actually, January 1, 2022. But, yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah, that's what it is, people. It's the third yeah. hour of the Watch from Pedro show. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
from Pedro show. Agreed. Third hour, we're, I fan we're talking about Tarkas a little bit. Oh, man, I remember there was a van here in Pedro in the 70s, and that dude painted that armadillo tank on the side. Yeah, this not tour vans, people. Roger Dean artwork. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a... Hypnosis. Yeah. yeah, anyway, start third yeah. hour off with Bill T. Miller, Orgy and Noise, with Reg Bloor. Absolutely. Cerebellum, then Victoria Shen with Untitled... From an untitled movie short. This is her with her, uh, she melted records into each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. She's and, amazing. Uh, yeah. And then If Bawana, Al Margolis with uh, the application out of Chester, New York. Finally, Bill T. Miller, bridge to Strega Island. So it's just you got to tell me about this, uh, this tune you did with Reg. I t- I was off air, we were talking about her conducting Mr. Branca's, uh Symphony 13 in L.A., and uh, she, she did real good. She's amazing. I knew her before she hooked into the whole Branca, Branca uh, ensemble, and she played in a band here, and then she moved to New York and became part of that. And then at one point, she was they were, her and Glenn were coming up to visit because she's from Boston area, and I invited her to come by the studio. So she shows up, and Glenn shows up, and she's going to play her Les Paul through her, uh, through her digi- uh, Digitech uh, Whammy, I forget the pedal, but it's like a ring modulator pedal. And uh, so Glenn's there, and I've said, you can jam too. He said, no, you, you two just go for it, just do a duo. So he kind of, you know, the way he conducts with his in, intenseness, I said, well, I got a video camera I just got. And, and he's like, well, I've never shot any video, but I'll do it. I'll try it. I'm in, you know, basically. I don't remember exactly what he said, but more or less that. So I handed him the camera and showed him how to turn it off. So He's almost conducting with the camera in a way because he's bouncing <laughs> back and forth between of us. Of course, when the light's on you, you kind of want to jump around and play more or whatever. Yeah. So he, so we shot this little video, and in his whacked out style, which is you know, it wasn't just a video he, though. It was a video of the actual uh, performance, right? So I've got Pro Tools, you know, computer recording, and I'm playing circuit toys and homemade instruments and weird gizmos. Reg is just wailing a whale, speed demon on on Les Paul with a ring modulator pedal, uh, whammy tech, maybe, I don't know. And Glenn's kind of going, wow, encouraging us and shooting video. But he, And I showed him how to turn it on and off. So instead of just shooting the whole 20-minute segment, he's, he's turning on and off, almost sampling it in this chopped-up segment. So it became its own art piece in itself. So yeah. And that's what that track is, and it was another... It was a track, this this uh, album, a few years later, the one before it had been named after parts of the ear. This was named after parts of the brain. Sure. So that's why it had Celebrellum. He was like and, editing in the moment. Yeah, in the video, in the live. Yeah, in the yeah, live, yeah that's what I'm talking about. Up this own weird yeah, way you guys too. were doing what you were doing, but the, his, his, his like uh, supplement of the art. Now tell me about Bridge to Strega Island. Bridge to Strega Island is a is a based on an instrument that just came out that was designed by Alessandro Cortini from Nine Inch Nails and also um, Tony Orlando from Make Noise in Asheville, which is a synthesizer company. And he kind of created this box. And so I got one of those and it's called Strega. Got one of those little, it's like a box the size of a cigar box, basically, but thinner. And uh, it's a weird uh, instrument built on synthesizers and circuit bent principles. 
and it's called Strega, named after uh, Alessandro is from Italy, and and uh, Strega means witch, and so he named it that. And so I concocted this another fantasy journey where you go, you take the bridge to Strega Island, then you go to the Strega Island Tower, and then you come back to Strega Island, then it loops forever. And maybe you can find a way out of the portal to, to get out to back to your reality. Bill, so Bill, that. I spaced. We didn't get to talk about the fucking locomotive trip. Oh, the locomotive. So we were, we went in a and b and it was right next to the tracks. And I always drag a whole bunch of rig down there and set up. And so I had I sampled that and put it in a, another make noise synthesizer module called Morphogene. And, and you load it in. It's a sampler and you can change the speed like a very speed. So you hear the train horn in there, and I shot some video of it, so it's all in the video as well. And even further back when we were talking to, the track that I did that was called Old Acquaintance, that was uh, done at Headroom with a cello player and a toy piano player on New Year's Day in 2005. That's why I stuck Whoa. that in. So Speaking it's all which, looped you know together. There's always some theme. Bill, and Bill. the robot that I had is a circuit bent robot called Trombot, and I have him right here in headroom. Here he, he wants to speak to you. Play a song. <laughs> you know what? Play a song. I will you, play that song, brother. And you flip a switch and he melts down. Play. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Trombot. Talking Tina. <laughs> that's Trombot. What, what was that? And that's just on the cover of the picture I sent. What was that trip? Was it's it Telly truck. Savalas? So you know what I'm talking about, Bill? Telly Savalas. Yes. Go again. Tanya don't like Talking Tina or some yeah, shit? Yeah. <laughs> Twilight Zone. Right, that's it. That's it. Uh, and that, I actually had to put, like, on OBE, I'd, any Kings of Feedback, I'd sampled so many Twilight Zone episodes that at one point I just said, I, I can't sample anymore. I'd sit and redundant. You know, Always look something speaking new. Speaking of New Year's Day, I think Al Margolis started If Moana, like, New Year's Day 84 or something like this. Hmm? He started his tape thing and all. Yeah, I just I, wanted to get in there because my memory is so faulty. Look, I want to play Twang Bang.
highway really the fast lane to that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? M-O-N-E-Y. This share is the culprit. Welcome to the internet, folks. Yesterday I couldn't spell internet. Today I'm right smack dab in the middle of it. Give us more creative options than ever before. 
Everybody's making money off the internet except us. up making this crazy acoustic guitar song and and it became twang bang and then a couple days later i recorded glenn glenn jones as a first solo album did you uh, okay because it's called it's credited to bill t miller that's me playing so, okay, so okay. he was the inspiration because ah, so I, I had a session. It, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get and, it. And, and, and so I, as an engineer, it was my studio. So I set up the mics two days before in the vault in this brick room yeah, yeah. and thought, well, let me play something. Sure, yeah, sure. I'll make a little. And so I just recorded this one little demo. Why not? What's and it I called? Loved it. Uh, seize the opportunity, especially yeah, here. So I dude went for fucking, it. <laughs> yeah, it. put it up. Uh, much respect. Murray Street Band after that with May 18, 2007, <laughs> 01, I guess the first part. And then finally, Watt knows his acronym now. So the Out of Band Experience, otherwise known as OBE, with Nerd. Nerd. Bring it, Bill. I'm a nerd. Okay. It's so like, this is uh, a little uh, that was a, a statement. Parody. That it's, was 1998, and I okay. tracked that at my brother's studio, who was back there in those bands with me and became a recording engineer. And uh, I tracked it there, and we pulled out my uh, aunt's uh, old grandma organ as they call him with a built-in drum machine and, and we ran it through a supro amp and i think maybe a ampeg b15 amp and distorted it and mic'd it and then and then i added some and that has some uh outer limit samples on it and then uh <laughs> and it was a parody of the internet now this is 1998 so it was a little little more in the moment now it's a sort of a retro song that's all right you, like i'm you not said, a geek I'm no a but bill what you I'm said, what you said about photographs. The minute yeah. that that shutter snapped, right? You're right. It's vast. It's over. Time travel. Yeah. Ta yeah. Right. Right. It's well, vast. I think I mentioned this to you last episode, where there was a uh, an MTV uh, spot where they had Bubba in his pickup truck, and he goes, "In here's the present," and he points out his uh, windshield, and out there's the future, and then out the back window is the past, and that's <laughs> my time machine, you know. Then what? Okay, if we take that paradigm. Then what are the windows, passenger and driver's side? Good question. And <laughs> just because I put together some words doesn't mean it just deserves Those are the windows an answer, into Bill. the time. Bill, it's we'll been to work such on an that. honor to have There's a whole board. song there. We're, that's a song. Okay. We'll have to work on that. A new window into okay, the you, sidebar. Okay. You do I'm that. Blown. And you bring Thank it. You, okay, next time you're on the show, that's that's a proj, Okay. Because I can't wait to have you back on. Thank you so much for helping me celebrate you, the New Year's. So come back on with the side window. <laughs> Happy New Year, you Happy watch. New Year. Happy New Year, Bill. Big love. People, it's been December 31, 2021, but actually January 1, 2022. This is what Peter, so keep your powder dry.